Welcome to today's episode of Fighting From Freedom, where we dive into the topic of spiritual warfare and how to fight from a place of freedom. Today's topic is the power of forgiveness in spiritual warfare. We'll be breaking this topic down into several sections, each with its own timestamp, so you can easily follow along and refer back to specific sections as needed. Again, we'll be discussing the power of forgiveness in spiritual warfare, how forgiveness can help us in spiritual battles. Our goal is to equip and encourage listeners to live a victorious life in Jesus. So grab a notebook and a pen, and let's dive in. Forgiveness is a powerful weapon in spiritual warfare. It is the key to unlocking freedom from past hurts, offenses, and bitterness. When we forgive, we're demonstrating the love and grace of God towards those who have wronged us. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 4.32 to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. This in no way minimizes pain or trauma, and it also in no way releases someone from the hook and responsibility of the pain that was incurred. What it does is instead of being on our hook and our list it gets transferred over to God's hook and God's list. And God says he is the one who will repay. He never forgets and he is always just. When we forgive, we're allowing God to do his job and us to do our job. Our responsibility is to forgive, fully knowing and fully trusting God will be the one who administers justice. Forgiving others is not only important for our emotional and spiritual well-being, but it also affects our spiritual warfare. Unforgiveness can and does open doors for the enemy to come in and cause division and strife in our lives. It can also hinder our prayers and our relationship with God. In Mark 11.25, Jesus says, Whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone else, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. We've got to forgive because we're administering God's forgiveness. If we are at church and we realize, oh my goodness, I need to go ask someone's forgiveness, we're told to go. And if we say, okay, I'm here and I haven't forgiven someone, I need to make it right. By not forgiving, we're allowing extra weight and extra baggage to be carried that's not ours to carry. It's actually supposed to be up on the cross, and Jesus is supposed to be the one who pays for that forgiveness. We're not meant to carry it, because the bitterness rots away. The hatred, the anger rots away. Especially when it comes to spouses and family members, we're continually interacting with each other, or frequently interacting with each other, and the enemy uses that lack of forgiveness. He uses that against us. And it is an action. Choosing to forgive is an action. Forgiveness does not mean we forget the hurt or the pain caused by others. It means we choose to release the offense and not allow it to control us anymore. So many times we forget and we don't even realize until we have truly forgiven and transferred that offense over to Jesus on the cross. Then we realize that was really controlling me. Marianne Williamson says forgiveness is not always easy. And usually it's not ever easy. 
At times it feels more painful than the wound we have suffered to forgive the one that inflicted it. And yet there is no peace without forgiveness. We can be hurt once and relive it a million times. And our brain does not know the difference. Our brain and our body continue to go through that pain cycle and that hurt cycle, that shame cycle, that abandonment cycle. And the enemy loves it. Forgiveness requires us to surrender our rights and extend grace to others, just as God has extended grace to us. Colossians 3.13, bearing with one another. If one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. We've all been forgiven a lot and we've been forgiven a lot after we've been initially forgiven. Say, okay, before I accepted Jesus, man, I had a lot on my plate and Jesus forgave all of that. And that's a big deal. And that's a, that's really impressive that God would do that. But think of it this way. Not only did Jesus forgive you, save you, and accept you for everything you did before accepting him, he forgave you fully knowing how many times you would reject him after accepting him. And he says, I forgive you for that. I forgive you for that ahead of time, knowing how much I'll have to forgive you after I save you. Famous Christian author and speaker Joyce Meyer says, forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a decision we make because we want to do what's right before God. It's a choice to follow God's will and let go of the bitterness and anger that can hold us captive. It takes time, effort, and a willingness to surrender our rights, but the rewards are immeasurable. Even now, having a conversation with Jesus, who do I need to forgive? And he will bring people's names to mind that may not even make sense. He will bring names to mind and situations to mind. And you say, well, it's not that big of a deal. The Holy Spirit's bringing it to you for a reason. He's not telling you to go talk to them. He's telling you to forgive them right there between you and him so that you can realize the power of freedom of forgiveness. Forgiving others is not always easy, and really it's never easy, but it's necessary for our spiritual growth and well-being. Both physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it's for our well-being. When we forgive, we are demonstrating the love of God in a tangible way. Again, Colossians 3.13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any one of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. It's a powerful testimony to others, and it opens the door for God to work in our lives and the lives of those around us. We're pretty good about talking about when people hurt us. We also need to be good at talking about when we forgive others. And probably we shouldn't talk about how people have hurt us, but inevitably we do. We need to be just as big about talking and saying, I forgive this being passed over at work. I forgive this hurt at home. I forgive this hurt by friends or the church. I forgive because Jesus has forgiven me. And if he can forgive me, I can forgive others as his followers. The power of forgiveness in spiritual warfare is immeasurable because it closes the door to the enemy to use those vulnerabilities, those pains, those hurts, those traumas against us. And his goal is division and isolation. Lack of forgiveness is the greatest proponent for division and isolation there is. 
It's a choice to surrender our rights and extend grace to others, just as God has extended grace to us. Corey Ten Boone reminds us, forgiveness is not an emotion. It is a decision of the will. Here's something that needs to sink in, in a beautiful way. That God is not asking us to forgive. He's not wishing we would forgive. He's not encouraging us to forgive. He's commanding us to forgive. It's not an emotion. It's a decision of the will. When the Holy Spirit brings people's names and situations to mind, it's not saying, I hope I can forgive. I will try to forgive. It is claiming that command and saying, I choose in the power of the name of Jesus to forgive so-and-so. Because he is commanding it, he's also making it possible. So let's choose to forgive and watch as God works in our lives and the lives of those around us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Fighting From Freedom. We hope you've been encouraged and equipped to live a victorious life in Jesus. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and subscribe to our podcast for more biblical insights into spiritual warfare. Until next time, remember to fight from freedom in Jesus. Thanks for tuning in.